Hey there! Welcome to the Nerdcast, where Ben and Kim talk about everything nerdy. From niche to mainstream, we'll consume and review it all. Glad that you're listening. Let's get started. Charles, play me Vivaldi's Seasons. <laughs> In A, no, in D minor, sir. No, in E flat major. <laughs> oh my god. That, that I, I am unironically going to continue that show because I, need, I need to know what happens. I, it's just, everyone, please go and watch Neo Yokio on Netflix. Give it, give it a super low rating because Netflix doesn't need to get it, its its high hopes <laughs> up. Like this is a shit show, but it's something <sighs> worth worth watching. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, there is so much going on. Okay, so the show just got even better than it already was. Okay, okay so why? why? Okay, <clears throat> Jaden Smith is Kaz Khan. In okay. Neo Yokio, he is the number one most eligible bachelor and also a demon slayer. With his robo butler Charles, they strive to make Neo Yokio a place safe for all, except the demons. <laughs> how was how was my intro? Are you gonna watch it? it? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm already I'm already <laughs> sold. We watched one episode and it's a show about uh, Gucci and Versace and Coco Chanel uh, suits and sweaters because apparently we know possessed. Yeah, because apparently we know the brand of everything that that appears and (laughs) on the a really big building in this city is a a sign, an electronic sign that lists the most eligible bachelors from this city for some reason we don't know. who, who, Who does that list and why and it's, that's never explained at least nobody knows never even mentioned and i love that the the main character was second most eligible bachelor for the first episode and then at the end he beats uh softball golf ball what, what hockey are play? something field yeah hockey? Like, yeah field hockey so he beats this other guy who was the first a number one eligible what bachelor. was his name what was his name uh, arcangelo <laughs> something <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so this is like he beats he beats Arcangelo in this random field hockey match between two high schools and immediately the leaderboard in the middle of the city changes <laughs> yep. with him going up in the first place. Uh, but uh, I don't know. And then there's a guy who shouts I love sports. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, and he I'm works at, at a suit a suit store. No. And uh yeah, yeah, it was him, right? It was the no, clerk. Uh, oh, it was the suit oh, clerk. Maybe. Oh, maybe. I, I didn't make that connection. Maybe he was. <laughs> uh, Kim, very serious question. Uh, oh, no. We all know that it's in November and every new uh, and aspiring writer tries to scramble up 50,000 words in one month. Well, technically a complete novel, but no one no one does that. Just that's. We just all go for 50,000 words. How do you pronounce the acronym for National Novel Writing Month? NaNoWriMo. Okay, okay. I, I always pronounce it NaNoWriMo. <laughs> You're wrong. 
I, wait, but I, I went into I went into a, a huge rabbit hole in Twitter with all the all the authors debating which one is the is the correct way of of uh, pronouncing it, and I was like, at what point it reached the the rock bottom of of one person saying like we should all agree to disagree, everyone can just say whatever they want because if we want like. NaNoWriMo is not correct either because it's national novel. So it's NaNo writing month, not Mo, but Mo. So if you really want to be picky, then it's NaNoWriMo. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like so it. We are all pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> Kim is going to introduce us to Zombicide, which is a, a cooperative game. You have to all work together and try to stop hordes of zombies by uh, like going around different maps that like you can buy expansions. I guess the, the normal one is a mall or a parking lot and you, can, you have to run around in the parking lot to find weapons, guns, or just, I don't know, crowbars to fight the zombies with. Uh, and it's it's really cool. It's really like uh, from from what I uh, uh, what I've seen. I haven't played it, but it looks really cool. Really quick. You can you can uh, uh, also shoot each other. I think like like mistakenly shoot each other. So it just looks like a, like a lot of fun. I don't know what you think about it, Kim. Yes. Well, thank you for the introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. So. Zombicide is uh, indeed a cooperative board game uh, which revolves around the story that you uh, and your fellow players are survivors of the zombie apocalypse um, and you are in a city and you work together so you form a group of survivors that has to achieve a certain goal um, and the goal can change every time you play the game so sometimes it's uh, collecting certain resources other times it's basically just getting everyone to the exit alive um so it changes it changes every time um the game actually can also be played by yourself so oh. uh it it's one to six players um oh, okay. and yeah i i just love it because even though you uh, play together, which I'm normally not a big fan of cooperative games, but in this game <laughs> you <laughs> you have to cooperate to uh, to achieve the goal. But you really have your own your own skill set and your own your own mini goals that you have to that you have to accomplish. So yeah, that's but why I love you, you it. You can't you can't can, you can't just throw in that you don't love cooperative games and don't tell us why. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm more of the person like, oh, there's a horde of zombies coming, let's push you onto the street and quickly run away, than, oh, there's a horde of zombies coming, let me help you get away, if you know what wait, I mean. Wait, which one are you? The first uh, one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So it's not, it's not really the problem, it's not really with you, but it's it's not really enjoyable for the other people playing co-op with you. Oh then, yeah, I both, guess. both. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> no, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't sabotage the game just to do something funny. But I enjoy, I enjoy. I'm, I'm very, very stubborn, and and I, I think that Plan A is the best plan. And then if everyone else wants to do Plan B, then I, like, I'll go with Plan B. But 
it's dumb and yeah <laughs> and in zombie side because you all have your own you all have your own skills you all have your own weapons you can work together but still have your own thing to do so you're not yeah. super dependent on everyone else and you can go you all get an action in your turn so you can for example you can go into a room to search the room you can fight some zombies uh, whatever you want to do um, and then it's the zombies turn and on the map there are spawn points and for every spawn point you have to roll uh, some die that says how many zombies will spawn there and a die that says what kind of zombies will spawn there uh -huh. Wait, no. Yes, there are normal zombies, which are the walkers, but you also have the, the runners or sprinters. I don't know what they're called, but they're the fast zombies. And they you also have... Bolts. Yes. <laughs> and you also have the fat zombies. So they're like, oh. they're, they're not fast, but they're very hard to kill. And you have the abominations. God knows what oh, they are. Yeah. Um, so sometimes on a spawn point, no zombies will appear, which is lucky, but sometimes an abomination and two runners and a couple of walkers will appear and then you have to get the hell out of there. And like actual zombies, they're not very intelligent. So basically <laughs> what they do is they go in a straight line until they hear a noise. Okay. So the actions of your characters can make noise. For example, if you fire a gun, that's going to make noise. If you, like I like to do, play the waitress on roller skates with a chainsaw <laughs> and zoom around the, the streets waving your uh, chainsaw, that's going to make noise. So the zombies are going to come after uh, you. You can, you can really use that sound gimmick to draw the zombies away from your friends or to lure them into a dead-end street or whatever you want to do. And then you throw a Molotov cocktail into the group of zombies and make them explode. Like, you can really make your own, make your own adventure with this game, which is really awesome. And also, what I really love about it is how fast this game can spiral out of control, because you're like, ah, it's just five zombies, you know, I'll just go into this building and search. So you step into the building, and then on every spawn point, more zombies appear, and all of a sudden, you're trapped in a building because every exit is blocked by a horde of zombies. So yeah, what are you going to do? So this game, like, it, it, gives, you, it gives you some rules, it gives you some parameters, but it really gives you a lot of space to make your own adventure, and that's what I love about about it like every every round you play is completely different the tiles of the map as i said can be arranged in different ways so every uh every round you play is on a completely different city it's never the same uh oh. you have a couple of expansions or uh, a couple of different scenarios that make you for example escape from a hospital escape from a jail i think there are some newer seasons that have you uh, battle zombies in space and whatever so oh yeah we saw that yeah yeah oh yeah and also uh also what makes the game more challenging is that you really have to pay attention on what the other players are doing because um you have a character card that says your character what weapons you're carrying and uh, also the experience that you have and the experience bar uh, has four different color-coded zones. So you start in the blue one, then you go to the yellow one, then orange, and then red. And the higher in experience you get, the more of your skills you can use. So you would say oh, okay. that's a good thing, right? Like if you're more experienced, then you can yeah. wield better weapons or you can search more often or whatever. But no, because <laughs> the die that you the dice dice that you roll for the zombies um, make you flip cards to determine the amount of zombies that that will spawn. On yeah. those cards, you also have the colors blue, uh, yellow, orange, and red. 
if one person in your party is in the orange experience zone and the rest of you is blue, then uh, the amount of zombies in that orange zone on the card will appear. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. If, like me, you play <laughs> a rollerblading waitress with a chainsaw and you keep mowing <laughs> down zombies, you're going to end up in the orange experience zone and your allies with, like, in the blue zone, wielding a frying pan and a stick <laughs> will have to fight <laughs> hordes of abominations and sprinters. So that's why you kind of have to keep keep track of each other and you have yeah. to make sure that everyone levels up so you can't have one person doing all the fights that's a really cool way to keep it interesting because i can imagine if this this uh design wasn't there then after the first uh i don't know first five six waves i don't know how long a, a wave is that you become really op already like you have all the weapons already and if if it's the same monsters and the same amount of uh, zombies that keep coming then it can uh, easily become a too easy game so i like it as yeah a no it's it's definitely not too easy and uh it's also the the first time that you play obviously there is a lot of explanation and you kind of have to figure out what works and what doesn't work but it's not like uh there is an experience cap that at one point you understand the game and you know how it works and you know how to easily beat it because it's yeah it's just randomized so there is no magic trick that works every yeah. time I mean, I kind of love apocalyptic zombie stories in general, so this is the the game for me. I I <laughs> like to think about, you know, what would happen if the zombie apocalypse would would break out. Spoiler yeah. alert: I would die in the first <laughs> two days, but you know, one can dream. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, this game is right up my alley, and I think I think a lot of people would enjoy it. Like I said, it's a cooperative game, but not in the sense that you have to get everyone to stick to the same plan because you can still do your own thing. It's uh, strategic. There is a, an element of chance with uh, the zombie spawning, but I don't think it, it easily gets too easy or too hard with that because it's yeah. like, like I said, there is a few spawning points, so there's always going to be something going on. I have never met anyone that, that outright said, oh, no, I don't like that game. Nice. Thank you. So uh, what, what uh, grades or how many... Pac-Man ghosts, are you going to give some I am side? definitely going to give it an ambusher, which is a four out of four, because yes. I, don't, I don't think there is anything that I strongly dislike about this game. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, last note, if you like miniatures, this is definitely the game for you, because the miniature miniatures all come in grey, I think, so you get to paint them if you like oh, them. Oh, nice. <laughs> Inside Job is um, an animated TV series about uh, conspiracy theories. Um, and if you watch it, you get to learn why they were right all along. Um, I, uh, it's a, some kind of like a Black Mirror-like show. So every episode has its own concept that gets explored, um, but in a funny way. So it's like a ridiculous situation becoming real life and the people dealing with it. Yep, that's inside job. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I introduced yeah. it. Uh, well, it is definitely a show about uh, uh, this uh, secret, very secret uh, 
board of uh, rich and manipulative people who control the world uh, and you know lizard lizard people are real <laughs> most of uh, most of the world leaders are part of this uh, part of this cult and this organization cognito inc it's yeah it's it's a show about riley who is uh who's this very ambitious young girl who works at cognito inc as a uh, I I I don't know a, a scientist, but she also does desk jobs and just goes on the field. So I don't know. They they all do a lot of stuff <laughs> uh, under Cognito Inc. And it's a show uh, made by Shion Takeuchi, who also worked on uh, Gravity Falls, um, which is a really cool show. So I was really excited to check Inside Job out, and it's on Netflix, so you can watch it there and. I, I don't know, the first time I saw the preview little trailer on Netflix, I didn't really like it because it, it has the same style that has been overused so much by uh, like American Dad and Family Guy, the, the same, you know, slapstick comedy uh, animation style. Uh, but then I started watching it. We started watching it with a friend, and the first episode was really cool. The, the the intro as well. The the intro itself of the show is very cool, very poppy, and and uh, it has a very cool beat. Well, I I I don't recommend it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the first the first episode was really cool and really nice, but I it's just. I've watched the whole first season. There is only one season so far. And I don't know. They're like, it's a show that tries to go for a lot of things, but accomplishes nothing. Like, what do you want to watch? If you want to watch something that is wacky and super funny and like very over the top, then go watch Rick and Morty. If you want to watch something that is deep and makes you think i i would suggest go watch bojack horseman if if you want to if you just want to lay back and watch something like uh, a chill animated series then go watch uh, kipo and uh, or or shira even if you want to watch something that is really offensive then you can watch hoops <laughs> or uh, or or Blick brickleberry but i don't know inside job is kind of nothing you you would you would think that it's really clever and really deep with all the conspiracy theories but nothing gets explored they just they, all the conspiracies are just thrown in to to use it as a joke for one scene and then they're n never mentioned after i i i don't know the ending as well the last two episodes are one storyline together and it's just a 0 out of 10 ending it just it's super anticlimactic uh, with a twist villain that is probably the worst twist villain I've ever seen. It's, <laughs> oh. I don't know if it's supposed to be a joke or like it, it's it's also supposed to be kind of a joke, but it's just it's it's not funny. And as far as season climax go, it's just, just completely ruins everything. There is a toxic father figure who is always there, but I agree that Rick and Morty, obviously, you have Rick, who is also a very toxic figure in the family. Uh, and a lot of the times it's just ha 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 thrown in there. But there are some episodes that go deep into the toxic nature of Rick and we see him grow a bit, bit by bit. In 
inside job, there is this toxic father figure who a lot of people are like, oh yeah, it's exactly like Rick. It's so cool and so funny. But no, because it, it, it's never addressed. It, it's only addressed in the sense of, oh no, my dad is so toxic and that's it. No one does anything. This, it's, it, there is no moral explanation. There is, it's very poorly executed. Uh, I would rather suggest you go watch one of all the things I listed above and just spare yourself this one. One out of four, a stupid, stupid ghost. I'm sorry. Whoa, that's really low. Wow. Yeah. Ah, that's actually, I think it's a pity because it does sound, the concept does sound like something that could be really fun. Yeah. And then it's executed so poorly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I said, it, it just, it has a lot of cool stuff, but nothing is used. There is a cool, uh, like it could be a cool relationship, but they don't do anything with it. There are a lot of uh, like villains and world leaders, but they're just nothing. Everything is a joke, but not a, not a well did joke. It's like half taken seriously, but haha, it's a, it's a joke, but also no, take this seriously because it's part of the plot. So uh, I don't mm. know. I feel like it was very poorly executed. Well, at least now we have warned the people yeah. that listen to. You have been warned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. Uh, Unless you just want to watch something and hate on it, then then yeah, by all means, yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. I mean, I, I think bad, uh, bad movies and bad series should also be watched. And if you understand why you don't like it, that's, I think that's also really good because you can A, have fun still watching something that is completely trash and B, you can uh, build your understanding, I guess, of, of what you like and what you dislike and why you dislike certain things and uh, why you think it, it didn't work. So by all means, go and check it out. Just be warned. <laughs> it does have a 7.7 .7 on IMDb. Well, mostly from, from what I've seen, mostly they really like this. Ha ha ha, wacky. Uh, ha, ha, his dad is so toxic figure. But I, I just feel like it's just nowhere at the levels of... Um, of, of well, I, I just I don't want to just say Rick and Morty because obviously that has its flaws as well. But... It's it's really not good, in my opinion. <laughs> and that's a good conclusion. Yeah. It's just really not good. <laughs> it's really not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, listen to last week's challenge. song is really good and I like it it's super catchy and it's actually been in my head for the last couple of days like that I caught myself humming it and everything but I still I just can't find something that that makes me go yeah that's it <laughs> so uh, because I do have to guess something I'm gonna just do a very stupid guess and I'm gonna guess that it's Caitlin from Arcane Oh, okay, okay. 
Because um, I know that you've recently watched that show, so maybe it's something from Arcade. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good guess, good guess, because Thank of the you. connotation of me watching Arcade. <laughs> yes. But uh, sadly, it's not a character oh, from Arcane. No. So, Kim, the person in first position remains with three points. No. <laughs> From our listeners, we had our, um, we had a couple of guesses, but couple of guesses, but all wrong. The one that Ooh. went closest to the good to the right answer was uh, from a listener who is not on the board yet, but is very eager to be. <laughs> and uh, he guessed uh, "Darling in the Franks" the anime, but no. But he was very close because it is a uh, a song from a character from an anime that I know you've watched, Kim. That's why I chose it. Oh uh, well, it hey, is... last time last time I actually did say that it that it could be from an anime, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I should have I should have gone for you, it. You you pointed in the right direction, but no one listened to you. Well, someone did, but no one uh, <laughs> used your directions well, and. Uh, the song is supposed to be portraying Asuna from Sword Art Online. Aha. To be fair, it's been a really long time since I saw that show. And yeah, yeah, that's why I said, like, <laughs> I am 100% sure that you've seen it, but I will be very surprised if yeah. you guess it right. <laughs> the score now is Kim 3, Asa 1, Senate 1, and everyone else a big fat zero. This week's song is this. What is it? What is it? I want to hear it. That's so 90s. Oh my god. <laughs> 90s disco music. This must be the most low effort song I've done so far because I did it in like two hours. <laughs> oh. Uh, but, but I knew that what I was going for and I knew that this was doable in such a short time because, well, you've heard the end product. So there you go. Okay, so I said 90s vibe. Okay. I don't recognize the melody, um, but I do know that we we watched an episode of Cowboy Bebop, which is from the '90s. So I'm gonna guess that one. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say as a little as a little uh, tip Easter egg now that I did not put a uh, did not put a melody tip or a melody Easter egg in the music this time because I. I don't think the music from this thing is very recognizable. What is recognizable is the style. That's uh-huh. that's the style itself is the Easter egg. Listeners, you can send uh, your guesses to me on Instagram or to Kim on Discord. We'll uh, we'll tell you later where to find us. But play along and jump on the leaderboard. <laughs> win prizes. Win prizes. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, for the people who don't know her, Jaden Animates, that's that's the name, right, Ben? Uh, Jaden Animations. Jaden Animations uh, does a lot of review of very, very little-known uh, video games. That is absolutely hilarious. 
uh, especially like uh, she plays some older DS games that nobody knows about and you uh, you just die of laughter when you watch them because some of the games are so weird and so random and the way she talks about them is so funny that it's definitely gonna make your day if you watch uh, watch her videos yeah and i love that she's always invested in the games she plays and yeah like she really like she animates little tiny snippets of the story with the actual dialogue that is in the game so just just the way it's done it's so funny but it, she yeah. doesn't really add anything to the dialogue but just the the visualization of the story my yeah. favorite my favorite must be the pokemon ruby or something pokemon ruby nuzlocke uh which means a nuzlocke run is uh i think you have to you have to catch every first pokemon you find on a route and you have to keep them and you have to name them so that you get attached to them and if they faint then they die <laughs> And yep. and uh, and she did a video. It's like a twenty minute video of her whole uh, her whole playthrough with these uh, animated scenes from the game, and it's awesome watching her and her team <laughs> go through the struggles of the game. Yeah, it's really cute. Yes. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll drop her link in the description. Do you want to do the honors, or should I do it this time? Go for it, Charles. Uh, okay, <laughs> so in E minor. E flat have to, minor. Yeah, you yes. have to you have to play Vivaldi's seasons below your uh, the, the <laughs> next part. Uh, okay, so uh, for those of you who want to follow us and play along in the Guess the Song game, you can find Kim on Discord. Yep. I always. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I got confirmation now from uh, from the producers that Kim is indeed on Discord. Uh, her tag being Yinks hashtag three four six one, or you can find me on Instagram uh, at underscore Kobe underscore Lito underscore. <laughs> I heard it this time. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening and joining in the conversation. Try to play Zombicide with as many friends as you can. Try to avoid Inside Job. And just uh, for for the people out there who are trying to get through Nano uh just keep it together because it's almost over. Well, probably by the end this podcast goes up, it, it will be already done. But yeah, you have to you have to pretend that it's the third of December. What are you uh, doing? I am so good at this. Oh wow, Nano is over. Oh. <laughs> For all of you who participated in NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo, congratulations! Nanorama. Even if you didn't finish, it's a really yes. big achievement. So yes, well done. So next time I will talk about the Three Party Problem book written by, uh, sorry if I butchered the name, Chishil Liu, and Kim is going to talk about Guild Wars Two, which is. The better World of Warcraft. Oh no, I did say it. <laughs> <laughs> you will butcher the by World of Warcraft police. Open yeah, up. probably. And now, for real, thank you for listening. And bye. So long, suckers. <laughs> Offensiveness. <laughs>
I don't even I don't even know if I can do that. I don't think uh, of course it, you it can. copyrighted. Uh, or you make like a really shitty, really shitty piano version of it that oh, kind yeah. of follows the melody. Or I can oh. sing it. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Just hum it, hum it, and I'll cut it after it. That was beautiful. ASMR. ASMR channel starts now. You're welcome. 